Welcome back to One Conversation, where one conversation can change your life. My name is JC Macias, and here with me is my amazing co-host, Lisa Piazza. So I'm super excited about today's episode. We will be discussing self-love and the five love languages. So many people think of self-love as a day out shopping or a day of just binge watching Netflix, even though I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> love Same. binge watching. Same. <laughs> but it's important to think of self-love on a deeper level because the reality is that self-love includes having a higher regard for your own well-being. So today's episode is a great way to embrace Mental Health Awareness Month, which is this month, the month of May. Yeah, I'm really excited about this conversation as well. Um, I mean, it's really such an important conversation to have with everyone, and especially here in May, being Mental Health Awareness Month, kind of a perfect way to marry the things that we talk about with empowerment, right, and also just overall mental health and well-being. So self-love includes not only how we treat ourselves, but it's also kind of directed towards our thoughts and our feelings about ourselves as well. So not only just the actions that we take, but really that inner work that we do with ourselves as well. And so we know that this is definitely a journey uh, when it comes to self-love. We are constantly working on self-love kind of like a little plant, right? We always have to be nurturing ourselves. We have to be watering it and tending to it for this to grow. Absolutely. And, you know, this is a topic that is intertwined, right, with many of the other topics we have done in the past. Mm -hmm. I'm sure this is not the first time you have heard us say or state self-love, you know, but self-love is pretty much the foundation, right, that helps us set boundaries, that yeah. helps us be confident when needing to be assertive, that also helps us practice that self-care. And most important, it's the foundation that helps us build healthy relationships, which is mm -hmm. why we're discussing this today. It's the unconditional support self-care and compassion you give yourself that can really convert and turn into great self-esteem, happiness, total balance, and well-being. And I really like to because it does speak so much to kind of the self-care that we do with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so just ironic. And I love that our first episode, we started with self-care, right? Before we got into any of the topics we speak about, we started there because self-care and the way we treat ourselves ultimately does really affect obviously the relationships we have with others and so yeah this is something so important so we're really excited to kind of dive in a little bit deeper although like jc said we have mentioned self-love uh, and a lot of these things we're going to discuss we've probably brought them up several times but we're really excited to kind of dive in just give a bigger picture to all of this and so how we're going to start we wanted to give some examples of just what self-love can really look like kind of in real time in our day-to-day -day lives and so to start off this little list, some of the things that we can see almost a manifestation of self-love, first and foremost, saying positive things to yourself. We talked about this a lot. We had a whole episode with our relationship with ourselves. We know that we're kind of our own worst critics, right? So just making sure we take time to be positive with ourselves or maybe catching ourselves if we're not being so positive. The next thing on the list is forgiving yourself when you mess up. So maybe not spending so much time in judgment or shame or just dwelling on the fact that maybe we made a mistake, right? Or something happened that we weren't proud of. Being able to forgive yourself and move on from that. Meeting your own needs is a huge representation of self-love, right? Getting what you need. 
being assertive, and that kind of speaks a lot to that as well, right? And also to this next bullet point, not letting others take advantage of or abuse you. And so, yeah, definitely being assertive is a part of that as well, right? If you're being assertive, you are getting your needs met. Um, and you're also kind of putting out what is respectful to you, what is disrespectful, and making sure that you're maintaining essentially your boundaries in those relationships. So not letting anyone else, yeah, kind of do that harm, right? Then we have prioritizing your health and well-being, making sure that, you know, you do take time for yourself, that you obviously come first, spending time around people who support you and build you up and avoiding people who don't. I'll tell you what, that is, I think, my favorite one, something that I uphold really strongly um, is surrounding, especially at the age that I'm at, right? And this has taken me a long time. I'm in my 30s. I didn't always practice this and I'm not perfect at it, but really making sure the people in my life are the best, most loving uh, fits for me, right? That serve my life in a positive way and I do so for theirs. And if there's toxic energy or people that, you know, we are just not good together and nothing good for either of us comes out of this relationship, then yeah, maybe reevaluating that, right? Or choosing to not spend that time. And then we also have asking for help. I think that's a really big one as well. That really looks like self-love, right? Because asking for help, I think, is really challenging for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. And I think the, cur the courage, the courageousness of being able to say that, listen, I just, this is maybe above me, but also that I care about myself enough to go above and beyond, right? Maybe have that awkward conversation or reach out, even if it was uncomfortable. Absolutely. And, you know, Lisa, as always, I definitely agree with spending time around people who support you and build you up. Yes. I think it's something that I have also learned that's so critical and important. And I just want to say, probably just started practicing this like maybe four or five years now. And my life has changed drastically, right? When you start, you know, surrounding yourself around people that support you, that are wanting to become better, right? And grow with you. It's just such a different energy, you know, mm -hmm. such a different environment. So love that you highlighted that. Some other examples of self-love can be, you know, something like letting go of grudges or anger that holds you back, right? Making sure that you are taking good care of yourself emotionally, right? And you're kind of feeling or just feeling emotions that are healthier for you opposed to something that is, you know, upsetting you or not letting you kind of move forward. Also recognizing your strengths. I think it's so important to do this. I tell myself all the time, like I need to give myself enough props, right? And sometimes we hear others, um, you know, recognize our strengths or we want others to recognize our strengths, but really it's so important for us to be able to recognize our own strengths, right? Also valuing your feelings. And so I think this is something that's also very important and critical, right? I think it's like Brianna mentioned in one of her past episodes, you know, feelings are nor they're not right nor wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's so important for you to know that. And if you're feeling sad or you're feeling upset or you're feeling, you know, um, disappointed, whatever you're, you're feeling at that time, it's so important to validate that. Right. And to value that and allow yourself to kind of feel that in that moment. Also making healthy choices most of the time, right? And so no one's perfect. We will all at times take a step back or even two, right? But it's so important that we continue to try to make 
healthy choices for ourselves, right? Healthy decisions for ourselves, because ultimately when it comes to self-love, that's really what you're trying to achieve, right? You're trying to be your best self. Um, and so we need to be able to do that by being healthy. Also living in line with your values. And oh my gosh, is this something mm -hmm. that I have really learned that it can affect your self-love in not a positive way yeah. if you do not really, you know, align with your values. So if you, mm -hmm. it can be something as simple as you making a mistake, right? And again, we all make mistakes. There's, you know, it's not for us to have to dwell on it. But if you feel like you don't kind of recenter and align with your values and you continue down that road, it really can affect who you are as a person, feeling like you are not, you know, aligning with your values. You're not doing or believing in what you typically believe in, right? Or doing what you feel like is right. So I think it's something that's so critical and so important to do. Um, and again, you know, we all make mistakes. That's totally okay. But it's so important for you to, you know, live in line with your values. Also pursuing your interests and goals, right? Uh, I think this is something also that can be very difficult to do. And for me, it was a big sign um, that I was not practicing self-love or self-care when I am feeling like I cannot pursue my interests and goals or just not having the energy to do so. And so, you know, when you're practicing self-love, it's so critical that, you know, you know that the sky is the limit, um, that you go after whatever interest you have or whatever goal, right? And at times, you know, maybe the goal is something that you can't just complete or do within the next few months, right? Maybe it's uh, the next few years, but it's a working progress and it's so important mm -hmm. for you to feel like you can pursue it. And then I think uh, challenging yourself is also a really big example of self-love. I think it's so important for you to know, you know, that one, again, you're able to do anything you set your mind to, but two, it's so important for you to push yourself, right? And challenge mm -hmm. yourself and kind of step outside the box. Um, sometimes we don't do that. And I don't know if you guys are just like me where, you know, maybe I was too scared to challenge myself in that moment. Right. Or for whatever reason, I made an excuse on why I did not want to, maybe I was not comfortable enough, or maybe I was not feeling confident enough, but then it's in my mind, you know, later on, I'm just like, why did I not challenge myself? Why did I not do that? Right. Yeah. Um, maybe it was something that was scary. And this is kind of like a very simple example. Um, but I am like, afraid of heights, like just completely terrified of heights. I'm usually that person that's screaming their head off on roller coasters, right? <laughs> While like a six year old or like laughing and having a blast, right? Yeah. And so I'm literally that person that people laugh at because I'm like crying on the roller coaster. Oh, no. But I push myself to, you know, to do that. I challenge myself. And I remember a few years back when we went to Six Flags, I was not I I was so terrified of that Superman ride that I decided not to do it oh, I was yeah. like you know what I know this is a challenge and I know I don't want to be so scared of heights that I can't like you know enjoy an experience with my partner but I was like I'm just I, I can't I just I'm not feeling <laughs> it today I decided not to do it it bothered me for months like I should have done it it looked Aww. so fun so when I had the opportunity to do a zip lining challenge and I did not want to do it I, I just kept reminding myself, remember that time that you were not up for that challenge and it bothered you for months. That's all you kept thinking. Like I should have done it once I was up there, you know, and, and done, I would have been proud of myself for doing it, you know? 
And um, so it's just a reminder that sometimes it can be a very small challenge, but it's so important to do it, to step outside your comfort zone. And it kind of makes you gain this like sense of confidence, right? Like I did that, like it was hard, but I did that, you know, and I think that's something that's so important. So definitely a great example of self-love as well. Uh, Also giving yourself healthy treats, right? Being able to treat yourself in a healthy way is super critical and important accepting your imperfections. So just like it's so important to recognize your strengths, it's so important for you to accept your imperfections. And just to mm-hmm. know that no one is perfect. We all have an imperfection. It's what makes us who we are. And so it's okay to accept it and recognize that, right? And if it's something that really is affecting you in a negative way, then what best way to accept it and you know, kind of be accountable for it and figure out a way that you can, you know, improve in that area, right? If that's something that really bothers you. But again, just a reminder that no one is perfect. Mm-hmm. Also, setting realistic expectations. And so this is a really big one. And I, I mean really big <laughs> one because this is the big one for myself. Uh, yeah. Setting realistic expectations is something that's so important. Of course, sometimes we can be very optimistic and we're super excited and we are go-getters and we're motivated and we're like, I can do this. And I think that's awesome. Of course, you know, don't limit yourself, but set something that's realistic, right? Set yourself up for success. Set something up that you truly know that you're able to plan out and do, right? Mm -hmm. Because the last thing you want to do is set an unrealistic expectation and kind of get you know, um, disappointed by maybe not completing that or disappointed because you weren't able to meet that. Or maybe you're highly stressed because you're like, God, this is such an unrealistic expectation that now I'm so stressed or I'm, you know, um, experiencing lack of sleep because I'm trying to complete it. So it's just so important to be realistic, you know, and if it's hard for you to do that, you know, set a time frame or timeline for yourself, set a plan to see if that's something that you could do. Also noticing your progress and effort. And I will just say this is something that is also very important that I often, you know, definitely practice. I think at times, you know, we have specific expectations for ourselves, right? Or a specific, you know, plan of what we want to do or where we want to be, you know, in five years or two years or a year, right? Um, Or maybe you're going through something difficult and you're like, hey, you know, um, I'm really wanting to get better, right? I'm really wanting to improve. But it's so important to know that it takes steps, right? It takes baby steps. And every baby step counts, right? And needs to be validated. So just know that maybe you're not where you want to be in a year or two years or 10 years, whatever that looks like, right? But really like recognize and validate and appreciate the progress that you have made, the effort that you have made, because regardless of how small it is, it's a change that you've created, right? And change is big and really needs to be highlighted. So just make sure that you are noticing that progress and that effort and you're highlighting it for yourself. Absolutely. And anytime we do something that is worthy of being celebrated, and I think that could be something so small that's worthy of being celebrated, we should really be the ones to kind of show up first, right? And celebrate Mm -hmm those successes. But I think, you know, a lot of those last bullet points is interesting because I think, you know, I I always speak to this. I think we're in a culture that doesn't really promote a whole lot of that. Right. And so it could be really hard. I mean, this is all about 
this is an instant gratification culture, right? If you want something, I'm on Amazon, it shows up the next day. If I want validation, I go online, I post something instantly, boom, 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 there's likes, there's things coming in. And so the idea of like working towards a goal that's long-term and isn't immediately going to give results, right? I think for a lot of people, especially that are really caught up within this culture, that could be really hard, right? So accepting imperfections when all we are seeing is filtered perfection, um, setting realistic expectations when we see really unrealistic images and unrealistic versions of who people are and what they're doing with their lives, right? Um, and so I think it's really important that we do that we are really mindful of that and that we do take a step back, right? And we are able to celebrate. And even though, you know, maybe I built something one time and it didn't work, well, yeah, it might take you a million more times to build, right? There might be like 30 different prototypes before you get at the one that's going to work, right? Mm -hmm. But it's celebrating that and, and being vulnerable, vulnerable with yourself enough in the progress or the process that you can be there, that it's okay if it's not instant success, it's okay if it's not overnight, right? And that if it's challenging, that you're there to kind of provide that support for yourself, right? And, and kind of push yourself even when it's challenging. And so, yeah, I really love that we kind of started really introducing all those things because, again, I think it's really important conversations and just reminders kind of for everyone out there, as simple as a lot of that stuff can be. I know for me, it's not always easy, right? And we're here kind of speaking on these things, but it's not always easy for me to notice progress and effort. It's not always easy for me to not be super self-critical, right? And be maybe um, unrealistic with my expectations I put out. So it really is, it's, it's such great reminders to kind of just have in the back of our heads, right? In our day-to-day -day lives, because the better we are with loving ourselves, the better we're going to be at every kind of aspect of our lives, right? And so moving out of that, we also introduced in a previous episode, we chatted about the five love languages in a previous episode. So of course, in that episode, we were talking about the five love languages when it comes to intimate partner relationships. But JC has since found there are love language kind of uh, diagrams for every type of relationship. So not just intimate partner relationships, but there's the love languages of parenting. But we have the five languages of self-love that, of course, I mean, really beautifully kind of capture everything that we're talking about here today. And so we are going to go over these five self-love love languages. So the first self-love love language, it's a lot to say, um, is words of affirmation or essentially thinking self-love, right? And I know we've chatted about this even the beginning of this episode and our prior episodes, but, you know, making sure that we are being kind to ourselves, we've gone off about affirmations in this room. I think, you know, especially Brianna and JC and I, we are all really big um, just advocates of using positive affirmations. We know this is something that is really impactful, right? The more that we hear things, the more that we will intake what we're hearing. And so being positive to ourselves, maybe speaking more kindly to ourselves. Maybe we notice that we are quick to kind of um, you know, really attack ourselves if we do something wrong or if something doesn't go right or wasn't the way that we planned. And so maybe in that moment, just kind of noticing how we're speaking to ourselves and, you know, changing that dialogue a little bit, right? I'm not so stupid. I'm not an idiot. I didn't, you know, just screw this up because of course I did. It's like, well, you know, maybe it just didn't work out this time. And okay, you know what? It didn't work out, but that's fine, right? And just changing that dialogue. So using affirmations, mantras, 
or even doing something like maybe you're journaling. Maybe you had a really good day. You did something you're really proud of. You were like, wow, this was super impressive. I impressed myself today. So maybe writing those things down, right? Kind of journaling to your strengths, making that a process for yourself. That way it's kind of a natural go-to, right? That every time that you do something that you're proud of or you feel like is a strength, it's almost like in your head already that you're going to capture that, right? And you're going to remember that. So you can refer back to that later. And let's say, yeah, you're having a moment later. You don't feel so great about yourself. Maybe going through and reading like, well, I kicked butt at this and I felt super proud over here, right? Mm -hmm. Can kind of give you that pick me up. The second love language for self-love is acts of service. So kind of, it says do self-love, and this is for yourself. So maybe this is taking time to meal prep or grocery shop. That way, you know, you have um, good or delicious or healthy meals kind of at your disposal. So you're taking care of your body in that way and nourishing yourself. Maybe it's cleaning your space. That way, when you get home, you have a very, very stress-free environment where you can really unwind and just relax and treat yourself in that way, right? Where you can sit down and think, ah, I don't have to get up and clean or do anything else. Maybe it's kind of giving yourself a spa day, right? Doing some of that self-grooming. So maybe it's a face mask or maybe it's kind of taking time, especially right now. I know there's not a lot of opportunity uh, we're getting there with COVID, but still, there's not a lot of opportunity to kind of dress up and go out, but maybe it's just taking time to kind of putting an outfit together for yourself, even if it's doing something small, like going to the store, just to kind of put yourself together, right? Maybe make you feel a little bit more confident. Absolutely. Yeah, those are two of my favorites for sure. Um, and so we do, like Lisa mentioned, we do have five self-love languages, and so one of the other self-love languages is receiving gifts, right? And so absorb self-love. And so this could look differently, right? And I know when we think about gifts, something, you know, luxurious may come to mind, but it's actually, mm -hmm. it could be something so inexpensive, right? It can be something so small as well. You know, it could be something like you gifting yourself an experience, maybe, um, you know, an experience to go travel somewhere that you've been wanting to travel to. Maybe is um, maybe an example of that is investing in yourself, like taking maybe a class um, or an online course that you mm. typically wouldn't take because you're like, oh, you know, that's expensive or, you know, I don't want to spend that much money. But you're like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take care of myself. I'm trying to practice self-love. And this is something that's going to make me feel better. Right. And so yeah. that's also an example of you being able to do this through receiving gifts. And then one of the other um, self-love language is quality time, right? And so when, you know, when we talk about quality time, it really means to be present, right? Doing something that focuses on you, that allows you to focus on being present, right? And so it could be something that just brings you um, meaningfulness, right? It could be something like a daily mindfulness uh, meditation, Maybe it's a deep breathing meditation. Maybe it's sleep, right? Where it really allows you mm -hmm. to be in that moment and detach from everything else, right? Which is something that's not just so important for you to be able to do like physically, but it's also something that could really affect you emotionally if you have a lack of that, right? And maybe it's exercising, right? Maybe it's you going outside and being able to go on a hike and really be present in what you're doing and really allows you to detach from all these thoughts running through your mind, right? Or maybe, you know, something that's stressing you out that's going to happen, you know, two months from now. So 
doing anything that really allows you to spend that quality time with yourself and really allows you to be present, right, is a great way to practice this type of self-love, which is quality time. And in our last self-love language is physical touch, right, um, and which is, you know, a feel type of self-love. And, you know, obviously when we think about physical touch when it comes to an intimate you know, um, relationship or just any other relationship with somebody else. It's a little bit easier to think of, right? Examples mm-hmm. of how you can do that because you're like, oh, I can hug them or, you know, I can hold their hand or I can just literally put my hand over their shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to let them know that I'm here. But when it comes to physical touch and feeling that kind of like self-love, it could be something like I just mentioned exercising, right? Um, maybe it's a massage, right? That's really allowing you to like de-stress, right? And allows your muscles to maybe relax. Uh, maybe it's taking a bath, right? Because taking a bath can really release some of that stress and relax your muscles as well. Maybe yeah. it's skincare, right? Again, just kind of that touch and maybe allowing, um, you know, a physical part of you to become healthier, right? Or stronger, or even maybe like fuzzy clothes, right? Some like really comfy clothes, something like that. I know that's important for me is like my big comfy woolly socks when it's cold outside or a big comfy sweater, right? Kind of that feeling of that coziness on your body. I know that's my favorite one. So I had to plug that one in. No, absolutely. And I was one of the other examples that I had was like a weighted blanket, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that can also kind of allow some of that pressure that can really help somebody feel at ease. Right. And that's something that is really big for me and my son. Right. Where that's something that really allows me to kind of get that touch and pressure that I that I need to just relax. Right. Or if I'm feeling anxious, um, maybe it's your favorite PJs. Right. That are maybe that's maybe super soft and allows you to feel relaxed or really kind of allows you to start relaxing because that's big for me. I have to have a specific material to be able to go to sleep comfortably at night. And so I'm big on PJs and making sure that, you know, the material that that PJ is made out of is going to be something that's going to, you know, not make my body feel tight or, mm. you know, like I'm suffocating or just yeah. itchy. Like I need or to too feel hot. Like, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So something as simple as that, or maybe it's, you know, having a really comfortable comforter or pillow right on your bed that kind of, again, kind of really allows your body to feel that touch that's going to feel relaxing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so these are just some simple examples, but everyone's different, right? And so find what helps you feel, you know, that physical touch if this is your love language, right? If this is a love language that you need. And so we just went over five different love languages. And every love language is different for every single person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I mentioned, Um, For me, the words of affirmations and act of service is what's big for me, right? What I need when it comes to my self-love relationship. But maybe for Lisa, it's receiving gifts or quality time, which I don't think receiving gifts may be one of yours, Lisa, but just just throwing it out there. (laughs) You know me pretty well. I think for me, honestly, I'm kind of looking, I feel like for me, a big one is quality time. Um, You know, I'm single and I have been living by myself for a little bit and I really, you know, my self-work I've been doing over the last year. Um, It's been a lot of spending really meaningful quality time with myself, not just kind of hanging out too, right? Because we all need those things. And let me just kind of backtrack and say, because, you know, we spoke about like making healthy choices. And of course, yeah, like we should always have that balance and have overview making healthy choices for ourselves too, right? But 
Does some days maybe loving yourself look like ordering that pizza? Yes, it does. Boo-woo. Yes, it does. So we're not saying, you know, like kind of 86 those things out of your life. Of course, we're kind of prioritizing healthy things because obviously, right, we want everyone to be the best versions of themselves. Um, but yeah, so I think... I think honestly for me, it'd be quality time. Um, but the physical touch also for me too, I do love, I have like two, I actually have this little massage thing. It's so funny. It plugs in and you can put it behind your head and it's like little shiatsu massagers for your neck. And I actually used that last night and I was sitting there and it was so funny. I mean, because it was like, I bought it at TJ Maxx for $10. I have this thing, but I honestly was like, I feel like I'm at a spa right now. Like I felt like I was like treating myself, you know, just doing this little, spending 10 minutes to let this little thing, just massage my neck for me. Right. So yeah, I think, I think those are mine, but it's interesting. Um, Cause I think in a way it's like, they all speak to me. Yes. I feel like everyone, right. Like we could benefit from having all these five types of love languages, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm really curious, right. Cause I think there's definitely ones that speak to us more than others. Um, so yeah, listeners out there, if you want to kind of let us know, right. Feel free to write us in. We love the involvement of our audience. So let us know what your love languages are. If you want to chat about that, if there's anything we didn't cover today, our email, uh, just to share it out. If anyone wanted to write in about that or anything else we've discussed in this or other episodes, our email is outreach at liveviolencefree.org. So yeah, definitely let us know what your love languages are. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. So I would also love to just suggest for you to start today by identifying one loving thing you could do for yourself, right? And kind of really put into practice what we talked about, especially because, like I mentioned, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And so, you know, what that could look like is it could be a supportive thought or action, right? It could be something as simple as that. So just make sure that you write down what you're going to do and, you know, when you'll do it, right? So kind of set that plan, like I mentioned earlier. And the reason why I want you to write it down is because writing it down really increases that accountability, right? To kind of make sure that you follow through with it, especially when you set a plan, Mm -hmm. right? Especially if you're like, you know, setting a deadline for yourself or a time frame, or you're like, hey, let me kind of schedule this in my schedule. Because if you're like me, you know, a crazy person that's always running around, you sometimes have yep. to schedule simple things like that, right? You have to yeah. simple, it could be you just going on a hike and you're like, hey, I, you know, let me see where I have that hour opening. So really go ahead and take that time to, you know, create um, a plan of when you can practice, you know, something that you really love or that you really enjoy doing something that will kind of allow you to practice that self-love for yourself. And then, you know, make sure that you write it down and you make a plan around that. And we really, you know, for for us, we really just want to make sure that everyone is taking care of themselves because, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself and loving yourself, we can't love anybody else, right? We can't take care of anyone else. And so we're our best selves when we take care of ourselves. Yeah. And it's like, we, we can, we could love, but it's just, it's not going to be from our whole heart, right? Cause our whole heart's not going to be there even enough for us at that point, right? We're not giving enough to ourselves to have that full wholeheartedness, right? For our own relationships. So yeah, of course, then you you won't be as wholehearted in those other ones. So it is, it's so important. We really encourage everyone. And I'm a big believer in writing stuff down. I'll just quickly mention, I started like a workout challenge for two weeks. It's all online. So it's so easy to just go and look what, you know, what workouts I do every single day, but I wrote it down like old school on a piece of paper 
And that has sincerely helped me so much more because every day it's not on my phone. It's like on my coffee table and it's kind of staring right at me. So something about writing it down, it really does kind of add that accountability. Mm -hmm. And so in speaking to us getting into this practice every day, you know, maybe walking away today, recognizing a love language or recognizing something we can do for ourselves, right? To give ourselves that self-love. JC found this wonderful self-love meditation that we're going to close out with today. So, hey, maybe this can be your first thing that you do, right? Maybe kind of today's checklist for taking some, you know, part in self-love done, right? You've done that with this meditation. And so we encourage all listeners out there to just get yourself into a comfortable seated position, somewhere you can fully relax your body. And I want you to start taking really nice cleansing breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Nice slow breath in and out. Continue with the slow, steady breathing. Bring all of your awareness to the position of your body. I want you to really feel and take account of your body right now. Is there any stress? Any areas you need to relax? Your jaw? Your shoulders? Your legs? Feel your breath. Enjoy the feeling of lightness. Enjoy the feeling that may accompany your breathing. Take a deeper breath. Find a comfort zone in your mind. And gently move into that place. Allowing all the worries of the world around you gently just fall away. Let these worries just fall off the left side of your body. And now the right side of your body. Your whole energy is you, vibrating and showing into a beautiful light and state of comfort. Imagine you are protected. Feel this positive energy through your entire body. With your slow exhales, release any negative thoughts about past decisions, experiences, any past concerns or disruptions. In this moment, acknowledge yourself just as you are. In this moment, you are authentic with yourself and with others. I'm going to count down from five to one, and as I count down, your breathing will begin to deepen. Your body will begin to relax. All outside noise, chatter, will dissolve. Five, breathe deeply. Hasten your core. Four, breathing out. Trusting your inner worthiness. Three, 
deep breath. Feel your body. Know your worth. You've always been valuable. One, I am enough. I've always been enough. Take another deep breath in and out. Take a deep breath in. Know you are enough and exhale. Deep breath in and breathe in your new possibility and opportunity. Exhale anything that might get in your way. One last deep breath in and out. You can go back to your normal breathing, slowly bring your attention back to your body, wiggle fingers and toes, wiggle in your seat, make any adjustments to kind of wake your body up. And I hope, especially after that little conversation today, talking about self-love, that you all really took a chance to breathe in, knowing you're worthy, knowing you're valuable, right? So we appreciate, yeah, everyone, again, that was your first kind of homework, right, was to leave here today, do something mm -hmm. for self-love. So we appreciate everyone for taking that time and doing that breath work with us. Thank you, Lisa. We appreciate you leading that. I feel Absolutely. so relaxed already. Great way to start my Friday. Yes. So just thank you for everyone who took the time for themselves and joined us in this important discussion on self-love. We will have more great conversations to come and a few guest speakers um, throughout the rest of this month. So we hope you will join us for our next conversation.